Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Oh boy, I'm trying folks, you're trying We tune in to watch baseball for entertainment. That's it. Two reasons. Entertainment and to watch our favorite team win. That's it. Obviously, you know, we could go down a whole list of those fans who, well, the reason, you know, some of the things I look at when I watch. No, I'm just trying to keep things simple. We watch the game to be entertained and root for our favorite team to win, which is the Orioles, most likely. If you're tuned into this podcast, you're a fan of the Orioles, or you could be trolling. Maybe you're a Yankees fan, a Red Sox fan, and you're tuned in. You're like, I just want to listen to uh, somebody who hosts an Orioles podcast and just hear them cry. Well, that, that, that's what I'm doing. They say there's no crying in baseball. Well, if you can't cry about what the Orioles are doing, what the fuck can you cry about when it comes to baseball? This is brutal. Ugh, Orioles, any of you, Mike Elias, whoever is tuned, Brandon Hyde, if you're tuned in right now, all we want is to be reminded what happy feels like again being an Orioles fan. I know, be patient. The rebuild, all that bullshit that I promised that I wasn't going to go on and talk about or lecture you, but that's what we just keep hearing. You know, there's going to be a a lot of wins coming up in the future. Will there? I'm sorry. Feelings on this podcast, a little raw, a little frustrated. It's just awful baseball. So here we are. Love to hear from you. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at fullcountchaos. Get in the middle of the conversations where we like to vent. Talk about our frustration. I mean, hell, my wife's cousin lives next door to a gentleman who's been sober from alcohol for about six months. Good for him. Proud of him. I know, met him, good guy. And he's a huge Orioles fan. He had to stop watching the Orioles play baseball because he doesn't want to go back to drinking. And apparently his sponsor's telling him, you know, giving him advice of how not uh, ways not to drink and how to get away from all that shit. Finally, they had to put on the list, do not watch Orioles baseball. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Shit will make it. Look, I don't even smoke. And I almost went and bought a pack of cigarettes after that game Saturday. Up 6-1. to one. Are you shitting me? The Orioles right now are 17-28. and 28. They lose Saturday 12-9. to nine. Hyde said he was happy about the Orioles getting nine runs and fighting back with 12, uh, 12 hits. That's the problem. Nine runs and 12 hits, and you all still lose the ball game. Everyone can eat shit. A big bag of shit. They are quickly separating themselves from the rest of the pack, proving all the critics are right about them now. They stink at playing baseball. And even though all of us know what's happening, and they're most likely not going to make the playoffs. I mean, hell, they had a 0.0% chance to win the division, make the playoffs, all that shit. So, of course, we're watching the Oils, and they're doing well. They're, They're doing okay through the month of April. A lot of it, yeah, we love to see our favorite team win. 
But it's also sticking up the middle finger to all those quote-unquote experts when they write their little blogs and articles about the Orioles, all about how bad they're going to do. They're going to be the worst team in baseball. You're never going to see a team worse than this. So, yeah, you want them to do well so they can also turn around and say, fuck you, to those quote-unquote experts. So that kind of gets you angry as well. Only teams with worse records are, are uh, or the only team is the Twins. Rockies have the same record right now. Uh, I think they actually have one more loss, but same wins. Pirates are no longer a team I, I can make fun of. I, I'm guilty for saying that. You know, at least we're not the Pirates. Shit, they have a better, more wins than the Orioles right now. Orioles have lost 9 of 10 and 2, two and 12 since John Means pitched the old no-hitter in Seattle. Holy hell. I mean, Orioles have had to use a position player to pitch twice in just 11 games. Blakey and Wilkerson. (laughs) Holy shit. I'd rather watch position player pitch than a pitcher bat, by the way. I I fucking hate national rules enough. And I, I know I say that every time we play a National League team, but you can't say it enough. Anyway, got obviously a lot to go over, a lot to vent. I mean, look, the Orioles are just going through a pretty awful week of baseball. Again, the feelings are raw. Love to hear from you guys, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Mountcastle hits a grand slam. They're up 6-1. to one. Of course, I'm texting other people and seeing shit on Twitter. Oh, if they blow this game, you know, there's no way. That just, I mean, spread like wildfire. Just shit the bed quick. Uh, I've got an email that came in from a, a good friend of the show. Kevin writes in. He uh, gives his opinion about a couple things, including Camden Yards. Brings up that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, ba- basically, it's a, a rough episode. Uh, and, again, doing a podcast, you just kind of go with the flow of what happened that past week or some things that are coming up. I mean, the Orioles have a brutal schedule coming up, and they're already burned. They're already burning through the entire bullpen and starting pitching. It's incredible. (laughs) I feel like I'm going nuts. I'm an Orioles fan going crazy. I mean, if it wasn't for John Means, good Lord, where would this team be? Harvey's got a 593 ERA. Jorge Lopez, oh, I don't even want to get started about him. He's got a 6 ERA. Zimmerman, 479, and Dean Kramer at 635. Jorge Lopez, by the way, you know, if he had a third pitch, look, I think he'd be pretty filthy. But something happens to that guy. Gets into the fifth inning, and holy shit, what a head case. I saw a stat about Jorge that got posted. I can't obviously give myself credit for this. I I didn't find it. I just stumbled across it, and it was just amazing. Jorge Lopez, the third time through, Going through the order, he's got a, it's a 727 OBP. First time through, he's got a, uh, through the order when he's pitching. OBP's 250. Third, second time, 382. Third time, 727. Slugging, 169. Second time through, 683. Third time, it goes up to 1.125. <laughs> Look at the batting average. First time through, 169. Second time through, 317. Third time through, 625. Holy shit. I've seen some pretty shitty situations in my life, but nothing has ever sucked more ass than this. I mean, right now is when teams are feeling their mojo, starting to mold together. You know, things are working out for the good teams. Things are not working out for the bad teams. 
You know, the good teams, yeah, they're going to go through some ruts through the season, but good teams always find ways to win and get their shit going. Figure their shit out. Weather's getting warmer. We're approaching June, and good teams are starting to separate from the bad teams. Good pal of mine this week text me. Actually, uh, what was it, yesterday? He said, man, their stats with offense and defense are pretty good, right? I mean, they just struggle a little bit with the bullpen giving up late runs. No, I just wanted to go uh, quickly down the list. I sent him a text back. I said, well, let's see for starters for the Orioles offense. Orioles are 24th in OPS. Orioles are 21st in average with 230. Orioles are 21st with home runs 45. Orioles are 24th in walks, meaning they don't walk much. Orioles are 26 OBP in the league with 296. And again, obviously, this is throughout the entire league. Duh. Uh, but they were number eight for least amount of strikeouts. like to see that. All right. Pitching. Orioles are 25th uh, worst ERA, 487. I don't, I don't even know how, how it's that low. I was actually impressed when I saw that. And this is even looking uh, at the after the Saturday game. 15th, right smack dab in the middle for uh, most walks given up at 142. 19th in strikeouts. They just can't put batters away. How many of these starting pitchers that we watch day after day have these batters 0-2 and they just can't put them away? Every inning, every inning, it feels like the other team is threatening. You know, Orioles might be up one or two runs. Very next inning, second and third, no outs. I mean, you know, walks the bases, whatever the hell it is. Just seems like every inning is a fucking issue. Average, seventh worst in the league, 248, only six teams are worse. I mean, I was happy to see Santander's finally back. It's great to see him. Friday, he starts out his first at bat with a base hit, so that was kind of exciting. Got a couple base hits Saturday. One of them was a home run. Tried to get the Orioles back in the game. At that point, it was 7-9. to nine. Fucking real, man. So frustrating watching the offense score six-plus runs in games, and they still lose. 13-6, lose against the Rays. 9-7 against the Rays. 7-9 against the Nats. 9-12 uh, against the Nats. They, heaven forbid they score less than six runs. The Orioles have scored two runs or fewer 17 times this year, and they are 0-17 in those games. Pitching, just not good enough to give the Orioles a win with only two runs. Yeah, I get it. There's some fun talk down in the minors of some pitching that we're seeing, but shit, you know, who knows when we're going to see that and whether that's even going to work out. And I'm sorry, it's a dark episode. I, I apologize. It gets better as we move along here. <laughs> Just some venting. Like I said, the feeling, it's raw. We love the Orioles. We care about them so much. And I know, again, the situation, but even going back all the way to 1998, yeah, there's some fun seasons, 2012 to 2016. Even then, here we are in 2021. They still stink. It's just frustrating to be an Orioles fan. But again, you know, hey, just be patient. Anyway, got a lot more to go over. Again, I want to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Anything on your mind, love to hear from you. Real quick, just want to remind you again, I do the uh, podcast on the network from Sports Drink with their website's going to be coming up on June 1st. I'll give you guys more of a heads up on that. Uh, but the new podcast, the latest one that they have joining us here on the network, is called Take Line. It's a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. It's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and world of sports and culture. 
They say each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Follow now to hear Take Line every Tuesday, wherever you get your pods. And lately, I've been getting a lot of great feedback about the app I've been speaking about, Locker Room App. It's a free, audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with other sport fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app. It's free. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the league. That's it. Locker Room app. All right, so it's been a tough week. Shit, it's been a tough season. Oh, hell. How, you know, depending on how old you are, it's been a tough life being an Orioles fan. But I guess I'm going to go break one of my rules that I promised I wasn't going to do. You know, pat you guys on the back and say, hey, be patient. I'm just going to say, hang in there. <laughs> That's all I got. You know, it's like your teenage son. If you're having some problems at school or with a girl, you know, your, your wife goes, just go in there and give him a pep talk, honey. Go talk. It's like, I don't, what, what am I going to say? You walk in, you're like, hey, son, hang in there. You know, that's all I got. So that's all I got. Hang in there. All right. Uh, something I, I wanted to throw at you guys. If there was uh, any jerseys out there that you have thrown out or, you know, it doesn't matter what jersey, Orioles jersey that you come across, you're always going to keep them. I mean, maybe you have a whole entire room just folded, stacked to the ceiling of Orioles jerseys because you're like, I'm never throwing them out. Though I got a text from a friend of mine. He was telling me he was doing some spring cleaning and uh, he was throwing a lot of shit out. I always say, if you haven't worn something like a year, throw that shit out. If you didn't even know you had it in two years, you know, get it out of there. So he comes across, and I think he was reaching out to me to see if I wanted it. I'm like, no, I'm good. He came across a few of his Orioles jerseys and one of them was an Adam Jones jersey. And I don't even think it fit him. I think he got a long time ago. I think a button was missing. But he threw it out. Didn't even think twice about it. And his wife looked at him because he's a diehard Orioles fan. She looked at him and said, really? You're going to throw out an Adam Jones jersey? He's like, yeah, I don't. I wore it once. And again, you know, probably doesn't even fit. Button came off. So we got thinking, you know, are there any jerseys, no matter what, when you come across that, whatever you're cleaning, the attic, the basement, whether it's got cobwebs all over it. Hell no, you don't throw it out, even if it's not signed. Now, if it's signed, no matter what player it is, even Chris Davis, fuck that. I'm, I'm framing it. I'm hanging it up. But, you know, in my opinion, you know, you got it. No matter what the situation is with the jersey, you got to keep the Ripken jersey, the Machado, you know, Hardy, Murray, shit, maybe even Santander. Do you think that's in the list? You know, if you came across that jersey, he moved on, I don't know, the fucking Blue Jays or something, and you find his jersey four years from today, are you being like, hey, I was a huge fan of Santander. I'm holding on to that. You know, he, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It could be part of the future. Maybe. Hopefully he doesn't go anywhere anytime soon. Uh, but, you know, you come across a jersey like Reimold, Felix PA, I don't know, Mark Reynolds. Are you just like, nah. I haven't worn this in a long time. See ya. Because I mentioned this to a couple other people just farting around talking, and they were like, no way. You never get rid of any Orioles jerseys. I would never get rid of them. Why? I mean, 
I don't know. Jerseys used to mean a lot to me back in the day. They don't anymore. I've thrown out a lot of jerseys over the years, not even thinking twice about it. But I'll say that to some people, and they're like, why the fuck didn't you call me? I would have taken it. Why? You don't even wear jerseys. It's not even signed. Just curious. Anyone out there? You're hearing this going, oh, I can't believe your buddy threw out an Adam Jones Orioles jersey. Shame on him. <laughs> so I don't know. Just something out there I throw at you. All right, uh, Kevin. Kevin B. from Perry Hall sent in an email. Again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Again, I always love hearing where you guys are from, where you're writing into, so I appreciate that. Uh, he wrote in. He said, hey, just checking in again. Well, I think there's some good things happening. It's hard to keep going to the games. Now, Kevin's written in a couple other times, and he's a, he's a diehard Orioles fan. Like, no matter what the situation is, he's going 10, 20 games, going to minor league games. He loves the Orioles. But, you know, even he's starting to be like, look, man, this is getting difficult. You know, we're all trying here, but it's after a while, you just get exhausted. He says he's been to 10 home games so far, and he's only gotten to see two wins. He says, but we did go to a Bowie game over the weekend, and they won. He says, I was impressed with Adley's plate discipline and Taryn Vavra's ability to hit all fields. Vavra. When I was reading his email, I'm like, you know, his last name sounds like the correct way you'd pronounce Brett Favre's name. You know, anybody who's not a big sports fan and they used to see Brett Favre play, they'd be like, Brett Favre? Yeah, that, that's his name, Brett Favre. You got it. <laughs> anyway, uh, of course, Taron Favre, he had uh, the Michael Gibbons trade. So, you know, he's complimenting a couple. Of course, you got to see Adley, so that's fun. Why not head out there, cheer him on? Kevin continues, says, we'll be going to an Aberdeen game this upcoming weekend to see some other future stars. He says, I saw a publication of the MLB stadiums, and it had Camden Yards at number 11. Kevin says, I may be biased, but in no world are there 10 stadiums better than ours. Was wondering your thoughts and where you would rank it. He says, I personally have number one, San Francisco, uh, two Pirates, and three Orioles. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Kevin. Always great hearing from you. Kevin from Perry Hall. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you on that. I mean, I've never been to the uh, Giant Stadium. Uh, the, why can't I think of it? Uh, Oracle Park. Oh, I couldn't think of that. My wife actually mentioned going to the West Coast uh, to visit some family, and that's something we wanted to do is go to a Giants game because we hear nothing but awesome things about that stadium of people that we personally know who went. So everybody that I know who's had a chance to go to that stadium always says, Oh, my God, it's the most beautiful stadium. PNC Park, as much as I hate to say that, you know, Pittsburgh has to do with the Steelers and the Ravens. But it hurts me to say, yeah, I heard uh, Pittsburgh has, like, beautiful stadium. So, yeah, number three, Camden Yards. But, again, in my heart, Camden Yards is number one. <laughs> Whoever put Camden Yards at number 11 needs to be kicked in the shin with a steel toe boot. What an absolute asset. And I tried to find the article that he was talking about. I couldn't find uh, one. There, there's a ton of them, actually. Uh, but I couldn't find the one Camden Yards at number 11. But I did see some asshats putting Camden Yards at like 7 and 8. But most had Camden Yards at the top 3. Uh, and one thing, I, I'm sick of Fenway being in the top 5. Fenway's not even in the top 20. I, I've been there. They're always in the top of the list because of history. It's a dump. Seats are too small. There's poles in your way while watching the fucking games. The food isn't even that good. Everything just seems smushed. It's dark. 
you know, fuck that shit about putting that right next to Camden Yards. I, I get it. There's history. The green, mo- I don't know. It could be bias, but enough with putting Fenway up in the top five of the greatest stadiums out there. But Kevin, I agree, man. PNC and Oracle is definitely on my list because every time I talk about taking trips with people to just different stadiums, that's always like most of the people, their top picks. Yeah, putting Fenway up there. I kept seeing Fenway part. Get out of here with that shit. That is such a dump. But speaking of Aberdeen, he mentioned he's going to Aberdeen. Friday night, Grayson Rodriguez, six innings pitched, one hit, one run, no walks, eight strikeouts. He's got an ERA of 147. When are we going to see them? Who knows? Just, hey, guys, hang in there. So, Kevin, I appreciate the email. And that's, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, he's going to 10 games. He's got to see two wins. <laughs> but who cares? You know, he's, he's a diehard fan like we all are. So it's about the experience, right? You know, they tell us, come on, cheer for the Orioles. Spend your hard-earned money on this team that just fucking sucks. Again, I apologize. It's a uh, dark episode. I'm, I'm, I'm angry, but I'm aware there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? We keep being told that. So we're going to keep the faith. I thought it was interesting what Matt Harvey said uh, this week because the last two starts he's had, not good. I'm going to get to that in just a second. want to remind you, to head over to betonline.ag. Get all your latest nudes and odds for all your sporting events, sporting needs, MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline. Laptop, cell phone, however it is you do it. For all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And as you know, summer's here, or at least it feels like it's here, sitting outside having barbecues, having some good old-fashioned backyard barbecue food, and you need to do it with KansasCitySteaks.com because when you tune into the show, you get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD. S is in steaks, D for damn good steaks. From the classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American-style Kobe, hard-to-find specialty cuts and more, Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up their grill. Try their butter tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meal combos. Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com, get 10% off your order, free shipping with code SD. Check it out, KansasCitySteaks.com. All right, so all of us are continuing to try to take our Prozac while we watch the Orioles to get in a better mood. Maybe uh, think of a happy moment right now, you know? How about last week, huh? Yanks put up four in the uh, first inning against the Orioles, and we're all like, oh, this game's over. And then O's wind up winning by four, scoring 10 runs. You know, they win 10 to six. Those are some good times, right? Uh, I don't know. And that, but, yeah, it's, it's been a tough week. To Orioles pitchers allowed 32 runs to Rays Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays combined. Rays are just a good damn team. They figured it out. It's just a shame that the uh, the kind of fans that they have, uh, you know, showing up to the uh, Tropicana Field. What a dump. What a piece of shit stadium. It's a shame. Wasted on such a good team. Hate to give them props. They're in a division. Can't stand them because they're so good. But speaking of uh, Kevin's email, talking about great stadiums, Tropicana Field is always number 30 on those lists that I'm looking at. 
and probably next week or the week after, sometime soon, I'll definitely make that a segment, getting into more uh, in-depth with stadiums. You know, I want to hear from you guys, stadiums that you've been to, that you enjoyed, that you would recommend, that maybe, you know, underrated, overrated, or if you've been to Fenway, love to hear your opinion. Maybe Again, maybe I'm just biased. I'm, I can't stand Boston, anything about them. So maybe that's where I'm coming from. But I just remember, I'm like, you know, it's just ugh, cold, dark. Everything was squished. Had a fucking pole, right? You can't see anything. You got a pole in front of you. So, yeah, I might dive into that a little bit more. But, yeah, Tropicana Field, man, they're, they're always on the bottom. I only, I think, shit, two people I've known that's been to that stadium. And, yeah, they, they said it, it's it's terrible. It's dark, and you, and you feel like you're in a gymnasium, and it doesn't feel like a ballpark anywhere. So they uh, they convinced me, don't waste your time. Anyway, Matt Harvey, uh, look, how many goddamn things can we go over that concern us about the Orioles right now? But Matt Harvey, look, last two starts, shit the bet against the Mets, and then against Tampa. You know, Tuesday, 13-6 loss against uh, uh, Tampa. He's staying steady at 92 miles per hour, which is not full in batters. It is concerning. He won three straight games before the struggles, before he got the, the yips. Earlier, I was thinking, hey, this could work out. Tuesday, this past Tuesday, ending in two-thirds, seven hits, six runs. It's a fucking bad loss to Tampa. Harvey's now, what is he, three and four, 593 ERA. Talked about last week, gave up seven runs on eight hits and four and a third innings against the New York Mets. It's just frustrating. First inning, he cruised right through the first inning. It's like Zimmerman. We were playing the Nats on Saturday. Get him a 6-1 lead or 5 nothing lead, and he comes out, shut down inning. I think he got through it in like 10 pitches. Boom. And then it's like before he enter the third inning, he's like at 77 pitches. It's like, what the fuck is happening with these pitchers? But Harvey, last couple starts, haven't been well, been concerning. That's what he said. I didn't really feel comfortable from the beginning. Kind of got into some old habits mechanically. Gave up some soft hits, and obviously with runners on, I gave up some hard ones too. That cost us the game. I've got some work to do mechanically and go back to square one and figure it out so that it doesn't happen again. <laughs> That's great. All right. Hope it works out. Wednesday, Orioles blow a five-run lead. Feeling good with John Means pitching. You got a 5 nothing lead, and Means is pitching. It's like the greatest scenario for any Orioles fan. Bullpen shits all over the bed. They give up six runs. We almost came back in the ninth inning. But Trey Mancini, holy shit, hats off to him. He put on a show that night. Five, four for five, five RBIs, two home runs. Leading the league in RBIs. And then during that game, I saw a pretty cool tweet that went out. I think it was Joe Trezza who tweeted this out. Again, just anything that can try to put a little smile on your face. But he said, at this exact moment, the American League's ERA and RBI leaders are both Baltimore Orioles. Trey Mancini with 37. John Means 1.14. So, hey, you know, that's a, uh, that was a fun tweet to read. We need more tweets like that because sh shit's just falling apart. I mean, old Paul Fry. Been so good lately. Coming in, uh, coming into that game against the Rays, uh, 117 ERA, 0.978 whip. It's only given up two runs twice in 17 appearances. And then, you know, he gives up two walks and then Pudge Boy Choi on the Rays 
hits a single, and then after that wild pitch, I mean, everything's just falling apart. And it's sad that when people say, oh, it's part of being an Orioles fan. Well, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Get this fucking train back on the track, and let's get moving. Let's watch some entertaining baseball. All right. People say, well, April was fun. Okay. All right. That's great. April is fun. What about May, June, July, August, September, and maybe hopefully October? How about that? So this episode, again, it was just to vent. It wasn't a life-changing episode. It wasn't to teach you guys a whole bunch of this about that. It just was one of those episodes where I just needed you guys, you know? We're here to support each other, and I needed your support. I just wanted to vent, and I want to hear from you guys. Again, hit me up. Yeah, like I said earlier in the episode, any jerseys out there that there's no way you'd throw out, uh, if you want to jump on Kevin's email pertaining to any uh, stadiums, top five, top ten best stadiums out there, do you feel Fenway should be always in the top five because of the history? Come on. So anyway, love hearing from you guys. Love every time you guys participate with the show. Always want to hear what's on your mind. That's all I can say is let's go O's and hang in there. Till next time. See you.